Okay. Well, we're going to get into the rookie class in a second, but there was a part of me for a second that thought they might be trading up to go after. Well, I'm saying this because I saw a video that went out after we had recorded of Zay talking to somebody where he's like, had a great workout with him. would love to be on the chiefs. It went really well. So then I'm thinking like, wait, are we going to trade up for a wide receiver? Then we get our wide receiver in the second round, which I'm really super pumped about. And that went under the radar that he had also worked out with Pat, right? Yeah. So let's talk about that. We'll refer to the, those, those workouts as camp Pat. Camp Pat. That's- that started last year when he has all the Chiefs wide receivers down to Dallas and sort of work out with them in the offseason when they can't be on you know team facilities. And it was last week when the reports started coming out, or it wasn't even reports, it was Instagram photos. Yeah, Zay Quentin. Yeah, Zay Flowers, who went to the Vikings, 24th overall, I think it was. And... I th- or is it Jordan Addison that went? It, it, either way, Zay Flowers went to... Now, this is going to bug the hell out of me. Who did Zay Flowers go to? Did he go to the Ravens? Doing a quick Google search. I want to say it was Ravens because I think I was upset about it, and it the Ravens are kind of scaring me. They went two spots away from each other. I know Quentin Johnston went to the Ravens. Chargers, and Zay, Zay, Flowers, Zay Flowers went to the Ravens. Giants attempted to trade up for him. Okay, there you go. So both of those guys, it was publicized that they were working out with Pat. And then with Zay, it got even more heavy handed when they were saying, oh, he's talking, he's there, they're talking him up and he's talking about how much he would love to play for Pat and communication with Kansas City. The Casey Wolf was hugging him. I was like, is this a done deal? There's all this buzz and it's tough to sift through what's real and what's BS going into the draft. And so that kind of got people thinking, okay, are the Chiefs going to be aggressive? Are they going to go up and maybe trade for Zay Flowers? But then all of a sudden you get to the second round. They take Felix in the first round. You knew wide receiver was a position they were going to target. And they trade up to pick 55 to get Rasheed Rice. And Rasheed Rice was not a nobody name. He may not have been one of those high-profile names, but he was a name that was sort of tossed out there as a potential day two pick. So they go up and get him familiar with his game, kind of a polarizing prospect because physically this dude is a monster. Like Kayla, he's a wide receiver squatting 500 pounds. That That video is insane. (laughs) You just don't see that from players of his position. 41 inch vertical at the combine, just crazy explosive athlete. Are we still concerned about his size? (laughs) And I'm not concerned about his size, but how much do we talk about that with these receivers? Kayla, mm-hmm. we were like, all oh, these guys are 5'8", they're 5'9", they're 180 pounds. Like, can I just get a guy that looks like a receiver? Rasheed Rice, 6'1", 205, super freakishly strong, freakishly explosive. That guy looks the part. We'll see if he plays the part because there's a reason he was a second-round guy. There's questions about his inconsistencies in college, had drop concerns. He was kind of playing in a ragtag offense. So we'll see how that all translates. But what's funny is he was down in Dallas. He went to SMU. He was down in Dallas working out with Pat. But guess what? They didn't ever publicize that. There were no reports. There were no Instagram videos. And it goes to show, remember this, next year and every single year when we're talking about these rumors, these smoke screens, these things that are coming out last second, 
the guys they want, they're never going to publish. They don't wave their hands in the air and say, we really like this guy. (laughs) Kayla, don't pick him. There was a report they were being linked to Jameer Gibbs, the running back, that they would potentially trade up to get him. He went 12th overall. I don't believe for a second the Chiefs were ever seriously considering trading up for Jameer Gibbs. They may have liked his game if he was at pick 30, but he went 12th overall. They're not going to let you know Veach that they're in love with the guy. Veach isn't sharing his secrets. That's right. What, because, still- because what, what, what benefit would that be to the Chiefs? To say, hey, we love this dude. This is the guy we want. You think the rest of the teams around the league aren't going to pay attention to that and say, well, (laughs) if you love him, then we're going to make sure we don't let him get to you. And instead, they stand pat at 31. Next round, they trade up to 55. And I can promise you this. They're sitting here today thinking that guy is going to be better than those dudes who went. Yep. Exactly right. Every single year you can tell me all you want about pedigree draft grades where these guys were being slotted but i can go to every single draft of the past 10 years and find you two or three dudes in the second round who are better than two or three dudes that went ahead of them in the first round i'm not saying that's exactly what's going to happen with rasheed rice but it wouldn't shock me whatsoever okay so that's what i'm going to ask you were zay and quentin total smoke screens for rasheed also, Rasheed Rice sounds like a future NFL star name. I tweeted that. No one liked it. But good name. And he's good got name. the look. I'm telling you right now, he's got the look. He's got the look to him. Mm-hmm. I, can't quite, I can't quite describe it. Can't quite put my finger on it. But do you ever think that too? Do you ever think, do you ever look at athletes and you're just like, that guy kind of looks like a star? Yes. I just got, he's just got the star look. He's just got something about him. Like Deion Sanders has that. Just every once in a while you look at a guy and you're like, "Mm -hmm." just based off aesthetics alone, I feel like it works. I think that they probably did like Quentin Johnston and and Zay Flowers. And I think if the price was right and they had an opportunity to trade up, they would have seriously considered it. But instead, they got to wait an extra round, get Felix, who could end up being one of the top five edge rushers, which is a very, very important position as well. But we talked about this a lot. We talked about this a lot leading up to the draft. I thought the value of wide receivers in the second round was better than the value of wide receivers in the first round. Because in the first round, you're talking about guys like Quentin Johnston, who has a lot of questions about how ready he is to play wide receiver in the NFL, or Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, these guys who are just a little bit undersized. Like You just don't see stud receivers in the NFL who are built like that. But Rasheed Rice, 6-1-2, like that's what... NFL receivers look like we'll see if he plays like it like that's the big question he's a polarizing prospect but he looks the part and you were able to get that guy 30 picks later than everybody else got their receivers there's some potential value in that if he ends up hitting okay looking at this draft class how much of an impact do you think they're going to make in 2023 I'll be honest with you Kayla I know like can we top last year (laughs) Last year just went so well. Impossible. That's as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. You had you had nine rookies who played in the Super Bowl. You're not getting that again. But that's okay. Because last year's draft class, the idea was that you needed to get younger on defense. And even if only half those guys play, you would have thought of it as a successful season. Instead, it's nine of them. Seven of them were were playing routinely throughout the year. 
That's as good as it gets. No team should ever expect to get that out of a draft class. This year's draft class, only seven guys. And I'll be honest with you, this felt like more of a of, of an upside draft class. This felt more of a, a bunch of dudes who maybe will compete for starting jobs in year one, but I'm not sure how many like legit full season starters you got out of this class for 2023. And I think that's okay. Because, because it before, went so well last year, you don't need it. Well, how many starting spots are up for grabs on this team? You know, mm. we don't know. Uh, right tackle. So you drafted Wanye Morris out of Oklahoma in the third round. I think there's a legitimate chance he competes for that starting right tackle job in year one. Yeah. Aside from that, I think Felix will play right away, but we know how it works on defensive line. Like what is it? What exactly is a starter? Like there were a lot of games where George wasn't out there the first series last year, but by the end of the game, you look at how much he played and he was, you know, second on the team in snaps at at the defensive end spot. So that's always going to be a rotation. They're always going to move guys in and there'll be six or seven dudes who play throughout the game. But if you told me by week eight that he's second or third on the team in snaps, that to me counts as being a starter, even if it doesn't officially qualify. Rasheed Rice is the interesting one because upside, it's there. But year one? I want to know how he competes with Sky Moore, who's going to get more reps this season. Well, think about it. Let's think about what these guys do. I mean, the Chiefs have been telling anyone who would listen. Lewis Riddick, James Palmer, all these dudes who are in the know, they keep working it into their reports that, okay, I saw another one today, Nate Taylor of The Athletic. He said, hey, the opportunity for Kadarius, Tor to be, Kadarius Tony to be the number one is, is right there. They're not just saying this for no reason. They're saying it because the Chiefs are telling them that. And at some point, I do think you got to judge a team based off what they're telling you. And if the Chiefs are going to keep telling us that Kadarius Tony is going to be the number one, then okay, I'll judge you based off that. And if he is clearly not a number one, then we get to sort of hold it against you and say, hey, this is what you said. You kind of told us that he was going to be the number one. So, okay, Kadarius Tony is going to be your number one. Marquez Valdez-Gantling, say what you want about his production. He was out there all year. Like his snaps never waned. And I fully Huge expect- fan of MBS. So I fully ex- like he's just he's like uh he's like Consistent. an innings, he's an innings eater in baseball. Like he may not be the best guy, but he's gonna give you snaps. He's gonna be out there. He has a job, he's a speedster, he's gonna keep defenses honest. Okay, he's gonna play. From there, it's sort of up in the air. I do think Sky's going to play, but what does that role look like? Can he fill in and be your slot receiver? Is he good enough to be that that legit number three? I got a trivia question for you. Uh oh. I looked this up today. Well, that's last, year's, last year's team. No, no, no. This is this is for you though. <laughs> last year's team. Uh, it, it it was Juju who was number one on the team in snaps at wide receiver. Right behind him was Marquez Valdez Scantling. 
So he was second in receiver snaps. Mm -hmm. Which receiver do you think was third in snaps for the Chiefs last year? Behind Juju and MVS? Uh-huh. Am I supposed to say Sky Moore? Well, you is you that can... what you're going? Is that what you're getting at? Um, but that doesn't feel right. I'll give you. I'll give you names. I'll give you names. So there's Sky Moore. There Kedarious is Tony. Kedarious Tony. There is McCole Hardman. But he was out there, most of the season. Yeah, exactly. There's Justin Watson. <gasps> I love Justin I think, Watson. I think that's. I think that's it. So which I feel like the them? answer is Sky Moore, but it doesn't seem possible. Justin Watson. Ding, ding, ding. You I got love it. him. It was Justin Watson. But think about that, Kayla. Justin Watson was third wow. team in wide receiver snaps. I see what you're getting at. That's so crazy. Gotta, so you got to tell me. First off, I think it's a rhetorical question. Is Justin Watson going to be third on this team in snaps this year? I don't think so. Talk about think, Mr. Reliable when you need him. I think that was happenstance, though. I think it was just McColl got injured, like you mm -hmm. said. Darius was injured a lot. Sky Moore was a rookie. They were bringing him along. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, hey, Justin Watson kind of does his job, so we'll throw him out there. But I don't think that's going to be the case this year. But with Juju gone, a lot of snaps to replace. You think it's going to be Kadarius, but his injury concern, concerns are real. So can he be that guy? Sky Moore maybe takes a bit of a step in year two. The opportunity is there for Rasheed Rice. Yep. If this guy's just a stud and they can't keep him off the field, it's not that hard to figure out a, a formula for where all of a sudden he's one of your number, you know, two or three wide receivers. But I could just as easily lay out a scenario where he's like wide receiver five or six on this team. Personally, I'm entering this season sort of treating it like a college football rookie or freshman where he's like have, has a red shirt year. Really? But that's what I like. I almost like it. Take like if a, you yeah, step back, learn, get comfortable. Because think about it, like a, like a Georgia. Or or two. If you're a freshman at Georgia or Alabama, even if you're a five star, you're not expected to be the dude your freshman year. You're expected to just sort of come in. Mind your P's and Q's, learn the playbook, learn the coaches, you know, earn the respect of the players in the locker room. Nobody's expecting you to be a star right away. But then by year two, you start to play more. You start to get the trust more. And then that's when you can kind of start to flourish. Kansas City is as close as you have to a college program where it's just like, hey, doesn't really matter who comes in. Doesn't really matter the name on the back of the jersey. You're playing for the Chiefs. You're playing with Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. You are going to be expected to perform whenever your name is called. But the beautiful thing is we don't need you. We're going to be good with or without you. So we don't need you. And we don't need you right now. I don't think this team needs Rasheed Rice to be great right now. I think that's the case with a lot of these dudes. I don't think they need Felix to be great right, right away. I think they'd like to move him in and work him in. They don't need Wanya Morris to be great. They don't need Chamari Connor out of Virginia Tech to be great right away. That is the beautiful situation that the Chiefs have put themselves in with how well they've done in the draft in years past. They drafted so many guys who became immediate starters mm -hmm. that I don't know if any of these seven guys in the class 
should be expected to be starters from day one. In fact, I take it a step further. Outside of Felix, I don't think any of the other guys are going to start right away. I think Juanian Morris has a chance at right tackle. But like I don't think I don't think Rasheed Rice is going to start, and, and I don't think most of this, the guys from this class are going to start. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Just get in here, learn the playbook, learn the culture, get to know your teammates, earn their respect, earn the trust of the players around you. And then when you're ready, whenever that moment comes, you'll get your chance. But this is not the type of team. Like if you go play for the Bears or the Texans or the Jets right now, they stink. So they're going to play you right away because they don't really have any other body. The Chiefs have bodies and they're not going to play you just to play you just because they spent a second round pick on you.